Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. A boy walks down a hall at school. He's not the brightest or the best looking or the most athletic or the most artistic. Neither does he act out or cause trouble. He just is. He looks around at the various cliques at his school, the jocks, the nerds, the geeks, the weirdos. He desperately wants to belong, but he cannot seem to find a community to accept him. Over the years, he has approached each group with great trepidation only to be rebuffed. He slumps home and sits alone, at the kitchen table. He feels alone, unloved, and utterly broken. A man stumbles down a dark and desolate urban street. He once strode proudly down a similar street only a few blocks away, but now after falling into the snare of abuse and addiction, Daily life is filled with pain and devoid of purpose. He is able to subsist, but the resumption of a constructive existence is kept just out of his grasp. Too many label him as expendable or indolent, when a caring word and perhaps a little guidance could set him on the straight and narrow once again. He crouches in an alley, confused, afraid, and unsure where to turn. He feels alone, unloved, and utterly broken. A woman sits in her stagnant room. Many years ago, she was quite active, a leader in her her community, a proponent of progress, an indispensable cog in the wheels of civic life. But now she feels like her body has betrayed her, and she is unable to do the things she once loved. Her beloved family has either moved far away or passed on to eternal life. And lately, even the ordinary tasks that the rest of the world takes for granted begin to feel difficult. Visitors are all too few, and she attempts to fill her days. She feels alone, unloved, 
and utterly broken. Are you broken too? Brokenness is endemic in our world. We easily identify how others or how the systems of this world might be broken. But do we feel the most broke of all? We look together, svelte and super fun in our latest Instagram story. But inside, we feel unworthy and unqualified. We genuinely fear when the world is finally going to find out that we have no business doing what we are doing. And we feel undeserving of the many blessings of our life. Are we broken too? I would wager that Peter feels very broken at the beginning of today's gospel. His friend Jesus, the one he followed so diligently for so long, was taken by the authorities, tortured, and murdered. But three days later, some of his friends went to the tomb and discovered that it was empty. And then back at the house, he appeared to them. He breathed on them and prayed that they would receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter's own words ring in his ears. When the authorities asked Peter if he was Jesus' friend, he said, I am not. And he said it not once, not twice, but three times. I am not. Even though Jesus conquered death, how could he want anything to do with this Peter? So Peter goes back to his roots, goes back to his vocation before he became an apostle. And standing on the beach, Peter says to his friends, I am going fishing. And his fellow disciples reply, we will go with you. Undoubtedly, all of them needed something to do, something distracting, something to clear the head. And what better than fishing? They all went out, but even though they fished all night, they caught nothing. Talk about feeling broken. Not only have they failed their friend, this Jesus, not only have they failed being disciples of the living Christ, but they've forgotten to do what they used to do for a living, what, they, what once defined them, how to fish. And so they must have sat on that beach that early morning, their boats cast aside in frustration and anger and felt entirely broken. But Jesus says, try again. Jesus says, try again. So they get back in their boats and cast their nets, and they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. On the beach, Jesus took the fresh catch and grilled it over the fire while also making bread. And there in the early morning, after a long night's work, they had breakfast. This moment in the gospel might be my favorite. And it's my favorite for two reasons. For one, this means that there will be barbecue in heaven. <laughs> and that makes me very happy. It also makes me happy 
that Jesus loves the broken. When they had finished breakfast, Peter asked Jesus three times, Do you love me? And Peter replies each time more emphatically than the last, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus says, feed my sheep. Not only does Peter love Jesus, but Jesus, this Jesus we call the Good Shepherd, loves and trusts Peter so much that he charges him with feeding and tending his lambs and his sheep. Despite Peter's profound brokenness, Jesus still loves and calls him. Last week, Despite Thomas's profound brokenness, Jesus still loves and calls him. And despite the brokenness of Mary and Martha and Lazarus and countless others, Jesus loves them and calls them. And despite the brokenness of you and most definitely me, Jesus loves us and calls us. Our brokenness may be of our own doing. It may be the result of someone else. We may deserve our brokenness, or our brokenness may be entirely undeserved. And perhaps we just feel broken, and we don't know why. And all of that is okay, because Jesus still loves us and still calls us. To be a disciple, we need not be perfect. We need not have a resume 12 pages long. We need not have 10 bazillion followers on the tick, tick, boom. All we need to do is know that we are loved. And we are so profoundly loved. Amen.